Hello once again, Primers, and welcome to our continuing celebration of our 100th episode further into this week. Uh, This one kind of came a little short notice, but we got it done, and we're excited to bring you another conversation with another wonderful actor from the world of DC at this time, uh, Mr. David Harewood from Supergirl. Yeah, I was, when you told me the other day that, uh, I was like, uh, so David's rep reached out and he, he's interested. I'm like, I was like, huh? I was like, <laughs> do, do you want to do this tomorrow? I'm like, huh? <laughs> but no, that was, it, it was, it was a, a big shock because like, you know, you and me were just kind of when, when you know, Tom's, uh, Tom's rep got everything situated for, for scheduling. So that's what I thought you were about to mess with me with. And it was not at all what I expected. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, and, and um, uh, you know, apologize. Uh, we we apologize ahead of time for the audio quality. It, it unfortunately was not us. Um, David's phone line had a little bit of a static and a little bit of a pop to it, but you can hear him just fine. I mean, it didn't. It doesn't affect the interview at all. It's just there's a there's a pop when when David talks. So not a big deal. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like I said, if you've listened to the John Wesley ship one, uh, it'll you'll you'll definitely notice it. A, a dramatically different uh, audio quality, but again, uh, just what comes in the nature of podcasting. So yeah, absolutely. But, uh, and... but incredibly nice guy. Like so, we got to talk to him to, about quite a bit of stuff. You know, um, we we did get into some early history, and uh, obviously we dive deep into Supergirl too. So I think everybody will be very happy and pleased with the conversation. Yeah, and don't don't take fret to um his i don't want to say demeanor because he certainly wasn't nasty he wasn't mad or anything like that i think he was just it at the time we recorded this it was still early morning in la or in vancouver he's in vancouver right now filming supergirl so he might have just come off this was a two-hour window that we had so it might have been a brain shooting he might have been a little exhausted at the beginning of the conversation but he definitely opens up especially when we jump into the supergirl stuff so yeah uh, you um, can definitely tell he really absolutely loves that character and you definitely hear him in the way that he discusses you know john jones as a character on how much he adores him so i think everybody's really going to enjoy uh what he has to say yeah Absolutely. Uh, and again, I mean, you could, you'll hear it yourself when we're talking to him. We have an open invitation to speak to him at some point again down the road. Uh, actors, you know, and actresses, sometimes they'll, they'll tell you that. And, but I, I firmly believe we'll, we'll have David back on again, too. I, I absolutely so. do, too. And I think he's more than interested in continuing to talk about uh, Martian Manhunter's character. So, I, oh. you know, uh, I guess with that, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll hand it back to you and you can we'll let them listen so yeah uh but we're as always we're definitely interested in hearing your feedback on the interview once it is over so feel free to comment on the facebook page under the posting of the uh of the interview feel free to feel free to share it or you can leave us a voicemail the voicemail number will be in the description of the podcast and the description of the the conversation uh but once again another conversation with another dc actor this time with david harewood uh enjoy All right, everybody, we are so excited to welcome this gentleman to be a part of our 100th episode celebration. His projects span everything from movies like Blood Diamond, video games like Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, TV shows like Homeland. But of course, we know him and talk about him almost every week because of his role as Hank Henshaw, a.k.a. John Jones, a.k.a. Cyborg Superman, a.k.a. Martian Manhunter. Uh, on CW Supergirl, please welcome Mr. David Harewood. David, thank you so much for being a part of this. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, nice. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, it's. I didn't know it was a 100th show. 
Okay, congratulations, dear one on the show. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, we just uh, we just passed this this past week. We uh, we passed our 100th show, so it's kind of been a, a big celebratory week. We've had uh, you know we're having you on today, and we had uh, John Wesley Ship, who played the Flash back in the 90s, and is uh, part of the oh, current right, right. current Flash on now. And I know we have Tom Welling, uh, Smallville, and Lucifer scheduled to join us a little bit later this week as well. So it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Good. So good. Uh, I know uh, a number of our listeners, because here in the states, uh, you, you know, you're you're obviously from the UK, and, and from uh, it'll be interesting because I'm wondering how many of our listeners are probably just finding out for the first time that you are indeed British. So you know, oh, by right. the- yeah, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because I you get know- that all the time. I kind of, I kind of do the views, and I get this glaze comes over people's faces and they realize <laughs> I'm not exactly what they thought I was. Well, I know I, one of uh, Rob and I's first introductions to you uh, was um, actually from one of my personal favorite episodes of Doctor Who was when you were in The End of Time, which was David Tennant's final episode. Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. Yeah, I, I, I had to wonder... Because uh, to me, when it comes to being me, like, because obviously I'm not a British actor, but to me, if if it were to know somebody who was a British actor, an actor in the UK, I would feel like it would almost be because Doctor Who has such a legacy over in the UK. I would almost feel like it would be a rite of passage uh, or, or a personal goal to be a part of Doctor Who at some point in your career. Did you kind of feel that way when you took the role? Um, I, I gotta be honest, I didn't, because, I, I mean, I, I, I've never been a huge sort of Doctor um, fan. Um, I know I'm probably saying the wrong thing here, but, <laughs> but I, 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 it, 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 it just wasn't something that, that, you know, I was drawn to as a child. Um, so, um, really and truly, it was, it was, it was an interesting gig, it was a nice offer, and, um, as it was David's last show, I thought it was something I wanted to be involved with. But in terms of it being a, a sort of legacy draw, um, I, I can't kind of hard say that that was... I mean, if somebody asked me to be in Sesame Street, I'd probably be more offended, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know, too, uh, you know, outside of that, uh, actually one of my other first introductions to you was, you know, the BBC's uh, Robin Hood series where you did come in and play Brother Tuck, which was such a beautiful you know telling of that story that they've handled through those three years and those three series um you know what was what was that experience like for you kind of diving into that because they just kind of molded this such this beautiful perfect story from start to finish yeah it was a, a little bit of a shame because I, I only did the one season and um uh it it, it was kind of it they, they wrapped it up after after a season and you know, with much, I, I get much kind of fanfare. They introduced the character, and you know, it was a radical departure from what it had been before. I mean, this was a kind of country-picking sort of Buddhist monk uh, type of friar who um, was a kind of fighting friar. Um, so it was a kind of radical departure, and I thought very interesting. But um, unfortunately, they didn't really get followed through with, and. Um, uh, it, it, it didn't. They just didn't really, didn't really, didn't really go on to, to kind of um, to to, um, to 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 draw draw the characters quite as 
dynamically as I, I was hoping. So, but um, mm-hmm. it was still fun and and um, uh, and you know obviously quite controversial with being a, 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 a black actor playing the role as as always as a black actor. Just fast on as a black actor auditioning for Doctor Who. Just fast on as a black actor auditioning Bond. You know, it was it was a, it was one of those kind of characters that people suddenly went, "Oh, that's not what we've seen for a million years." Um, so it, it was kind of a little bit controversial, and, and uh, but by you know it was great that you know, young kids were, were drawn to it and found it appealing, and uh, the younger generation were, were very very positive about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know you mentioned you know in that. <clears throat> Talking about a, a you know some being something being different as in like a black actor playing James, um, Doctor Who and you mentioned James Bond. I know there, there's been some rumors floating around for a couple of years, and I don't know whether it was something you had a genuine interest in or if it was something that was out there. But I know two of the names I've heard to potentially be the next James Bond uh, after Daniel Craig hangs up the the holster uh, would you know I've heard your name and I've heard Idris Elba. I, I'm sure I'm wondering if there actually is a legitimate interest. Uh, in this role, if it was ever offered to you, um, I, I do my best not to answer the question these days. <laughs> when you say, when you say a certain thing, it's next thing you know, it's just from the front page of the Daily Mail. Yeah, and, right. Uh, no, understandable. It, 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 you know, and even, even no matter how innocently you say or you answer the question, it just it's just under. I want to play, you know, and, and it's just so people get very excited about it. So I. I mean, look, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a great role, and you know, I, I think I, I think uh, you know most actors would, would be would be attracted to such uh, exciting uh, action-packed roles, really, and they're, they're, they're tough to do and um, and uh, and highly prestigious. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it would be, it would be wonderful to be attracted to something like that. But um, I, as far as I know, there's no, it's not even further. Yeah. So. Well, I can I can say as a as a Bond fan and uh, and also a fan of yours, uh, if these two things were to come together, uh, I would not have a problem with it at all. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know um, you you know talking about like iconic roles that you you know such as the brother Tuck. I know another role that I highly enjoyed seeing you in is uh, I'm I've I've been a big Eddie Izzard fan for a long time. And seeing you pop up in Treasure Island, uh, it was initially the Eddie Izzard was the draw for me to to get me to watch that series, and but seeing you pop up as Billy Bones in that series as well was, was another delight. And do you do you enjoy taking on these roles that are very? I mean, because you can, um, we, you know, we mentioned Homeland, and Homeland, these are new characters that people are getting introduced to, but, you know, a, a character like Billy Bones from literature, uh, I have to imagine it, it, mm-hmm. it's almost a bit of an honor to be able to play a role like this. Yeah, it was, it was, it, it, it was fun, and I got on very well with the director, and, and um, you know, it was, you know, shot in Puerto Rico, and, you know, it was just a wonderful kind of uh, a gig, a great gig, um, um, yeah, you know, I, 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 you know, I've always enjoyed playing, um, doing little cameos. Um, but I, I've, I've got to be honest that you know I've, I've been on a very definite plan over the last couple of uh, five or six years. I guess since Homeland, really, which, which was which was um, you know, the breakout American role. Um, you know, which which is to kind of, I think the, my plan over the last five years. You know, I have a family and. We've obviously to get the family door and get them safe and get them 
you know, get us get us into a good position. So I've kind of been taking the more um, commercial mm-hmm. uh, uh, opportunities. And um, uh, but when I think that's done, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what I do. What 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 you know? Because I I think you know, looking back at that Billy Burns gig uh, at the time, they were kind of the only roles that were coming my way. And although it was such a, you know, he's it a great character, but he's really only in it for about ten minutes. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm kind of looking to, uh, um, you know, just maybe play more central roles, you know, c- going forward, and you know, just be a little bit more, um, t- take a little time before I, you know, take my next project because um, having now got myself into a position where I can. Um, say no for a while, I think I'm going to exercise that right, because I think the next thing I do, I really want to be um, pumped for it, and it's, it's, it's uh, you know, I mean, even though, I, you know, I love playing you uh, but, you know, I think the next acting gig has to be something that really, really challenges me, um, and, and I'm not sure that's going to be a, a cameo, so I, 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 I think, to be honest with you, um, going forward, I think I'm looking for roles that are much more central and much more challenging and whether that's in film or TV or you know, stage uh, I, I'm going to leave that door open yeah mm-hmm. uh, I mean you mentioned obviously uh, the more commercial roles and you mentioned Love Playing John which is a great transition and to get us into talking about Supergirl which is your current project we know that uh, Supergirl is returning uh, in a couple weeks it's coming back I think April 16th is the date that it's that it's returning that's right, yeah um, I'm, I'm very curious when you took on the role, did you know that Hank Henshaw was going to become Martian Manhunter before you, you took on the role or was this something that you discovered as you were no. reading the scripts having already signed? Uh, no, I, I auditioned for, um, uh, to the role of, of, of Hank and, uh, I didn't audition. It was kind of a straight to straight to kind of test it. Um, but they hadn't really made. They hadn't really um, decided whether it was going to be done in my English accent or in an American accent. So there were so many. There were so many kind of loose ends to to, to, to the gig. In fact, I did the read through with the executives in my British accent and was very quickly told <laughs> at the end of the read through to switch back to my American accent. Um, so there were still lots of loopholes, and we didn't quite know where we were going with it. And then I shot the pilot as Hank, and not knowing anything about Marshall Manhunter, um, I went off to do uh, another gig, and I was in Morocco shooting something for the BBC called The Last Enemy. Not The Last Enemy, it was, um, I can't remember what it was called now. <laughs> um, I, 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 was, uh, yeah, I was in Morocco, and I got this call from my agent saying, uh, yeah, we've been picked up, to, uh, Supergirl's been picked up for a series, but they're changing your character. And I didn't quite know what that meant. Um, <laughs> so I was like, what, what do they mean? They're changing my character. We thought I could get to the bottom of it. Couldn't quite get to the bottom of it. Um, and then uh, when I got to LA to shoot the season, to shoot season one, um, uh, you know, I kind of just rang them up and said, look, guys, you know, be really, you know, I've heard that you're changing my character. It'd be really cool to sit down and discuss exactly what it is I'm doing. And that's when I went to... Um, um, Warner Brothers Studios, they, they handed me a whole pile of Martian Manhunter comics and said, this is who you're, you're going to be playing. And I, and I didn't know who the Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. was. And I, 
reading uh, Marvel comics in 2008 and uh, you know, Hulk, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer. You know, those, those, that was my youth. So I, you know, I, I wasn't really very familiar with the DC canon, and so I wasn't, I didn't know who Martian Manhunter was. So I kind of took these books home, and I literally spent the next two weeks reading some of the comics and just falling in love with this character. I just thought he was great, and I do think he's an awesome character. Um, it's it's slightly problematic because if I fell in love with the green guy, you know, I fell in love with the, the you know the, the actual Martian, and uh, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm predominantly playing his human form, which um, obviously means, you know, some of the incredible crazy things he does in the comics that, you know, either we don't really have the budget for or, or, or you know, not his show. So, you know, he's never really going to save the day on the show. It's, it's, it's not really his, he's not really the central character. So it's a little problematic, it's been a little problematic in the, in, you know, you know having, playing such a versatile character who can basically do anything fly chain shapeshift strong mind read you know i mean you know he's he's quite a formidable character but uh you know obviously playing him as a support character is a little bit challenging because you have to keep finding reasons why he doesn't do something you know there's, there's lots of times i read the script like well why don't i just do that <laughs> and um because i can do it and uh it's it's a little bit of a that that sometimes you just have to um, take a take a not quite take the lead on something. Um, so so it's 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 been great to play him, but a little frustrating that you can't play him to his ultimate kind of uh, self because he's such a brilliant character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I will say this though. I mean, the one thing we we've talked very heavily about about Supergirl since the very start was um, something that you kind of add this amazing glue to the show. And it's that familiar relationship between your character and then Kara and Alex. So your relationship, obviously, with Melissa and Kyler and just how beautiful it is and comes across on screen every time we see these moments uh, between the three of you. And we've always said it was this, it, like I said, it's that glue and that heart to the show that kind of is that secret ingredient that consistently makes that work. I mean, what is that? what was it like building that dynamic with, with the two of those actresses? It's been a pleasure. I mean, you know, Melissa's just it's been great to get to know over the last uh, three years. And the same with Kyla. We just in- instantly had chemistry, instantly, you know, we're, we're, all in, we're all in, you know, very similar places. You know, we were all married. We were all sort of, you know, kind of um, uh, in, in a good place in our careers, you know. So, so I, I, I guess, we, you know, we just had certain things going in common. And, uh, you know, Melissa's just such a fantastic person. She's such a wonderful Lead and and you know I, I, you know it's been it's just one it's just been great to <clears throat> to work with her really on, on you know on on, the, on that level and we've just been very lucky that you know there's three I would say there's two you know I, I spend my days working with those two fabulous actresses you know I think comic book comic books um, shows um, you know they have their own rules they have their own kind of comic book kind of law and rules and uh, sometimes that can get a little bit um, kind of constraining you know things are you know things are black and white they're not necessarily most things in life as you know are kind of grey but as as kind of heroes you've got to be good or you know you've got to be essentially a good person and you know there's never that you can't necessarily stray into that kind of grey area Um, so so it's it's what's 
what's lovely is when we get to play those more personal things, we get the opportunity to to um, just be a little bit more lateral with our thinking and just be, you know, really play those more intimate moments and emotional moments. And it's it's, it's really lovely to kind of to, to get the opportunity to play those scenes, um, personal scenes um, that aren't necessarily about, you know, saving the world or, you know, you know the kryptonite, you know, there's something happening in space. It's much more to do with personal relationships, and um, we're very, very, very lucky that um, uh, I get the opportunity to play those touching scenes every now and again. That kind of, as you say, you know, root the show and and, and give us as actors the opportunity to just do something a little bit different and, and play something with a bit more of a sort of emotional emotional anchor. And it's um, it's just delightful to play, and I really look forward to those scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know more recently in the show, you've actually gotten to work alongside uh, Carl Lumbly, who, you know, plays Marin Jones, who plays your mm-hmm. father. Uh, and Carl, uh, you know, you said you were more of a fan of, of Marvel than you were of DC, but I'm sure, it, uh, hopefully, uh, this is something that you've learned since then. Carl actually portrayed the same character, John Jones, in the animators. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, during my research, of course, I watched yeah. the animated series and and so when they told me it was Carl doing it, I just flipped out. I mean, it, 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 it's literally been a Jones off uh, every day who works on set. It, it's, like, it's a really, 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 really good working relationship. And he's such a lovely man and a great, you know, great actor. And, you know, he's a, he's a stage actor like me, trained stage actor. So I've seen, you know, I've seen to have a real, uh, you know, working with him is just so, so wonderful. Because give me, give me some little notes and he's like, how's that for you? And can I do anything for you? And, it's a real pleasure working with an actor like that who, who is there for you 100%. And um, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed you know working with him. And it's incredible how you know we'll sit sometimes in between in between shots and um, talk, talk you know about Martian, Martian politics and talk about the character and <laughs> talk about how John you know incredible things about John and you know I think he's quite amazed about I think he was quite amazed with my knowledge of the character. And, and similar things with him, you know. We, you know, we, you can't play that character without kind of marveling at his capabilities, and quite why, you know, he hasn't had more sort of exposure because he's such a wonderful character. He's probably the only. I, I love how he has this kind of, you know, when you look at his comics, he has this kind of internal, wonderfully internal, melancholic dialogue going on. Where he kind of comments on his world, the world, humanity, comments on the universe, and he's such a wonderfully possessed character. Very, very powerful. Doesn't choose to go around beating people up, or you know, he just seems to be this kind of. He doesn't exist on his own. Looks at Batman and thinks that's weird. Weird. You know, looks at Superman. <laughs> you know, respects Superman, and you know, he just he kind of stands aside aside from all these other superheroes and kind of wonders why they do they are that they're doing what they what they're doing. And, isn't afraid to question them or even question himself. And I, and I, I think it's kind of, he's just such a lovely character. And I'm so delighted that I got the opportunity to kind of discover him because it's been really, really good fun. And I, there's an episode coming up, which should be quite quick, episode 315, which is um, mainly about the Martians. Um, I'm really proud of it. I think I'm going to be really proud of it. And, and, and you know, there's, there's some really lovely stuff with, Working with Carl that I've done this year that I'm very very proud of, and it's, uh, I think I think people people are going to be uh, are going to be very um, um, 
attracted to and kind of impressed by you know the story the story that, that we are about to tell so yeah can't wait for it to come back and can't wait for you all to see it really yeah i know oh, absolutely yeah yeah we're definitely excited for for the show to come back and uh outside of that martian episode which just hearing you mention that and hearing how excited you are about it i'm just as excited now to see it i, I can't wait to see it um what else can we mm. expect without any spoilers obviously what else can we expect for the remainder of the season um <clears throat> there's some surprises big surprises um there's some yeah big surprises and i <laughs> and i think um uh i think it's um it's quite suspenseful, and I think there's, uh, you know, we, we particularly, as I say, in that, in that episode, we see some things that we haven't seen before, and I think, we, you know, our, we've got some new creatives who are taking the show in new directions, and, um, you know, I'm looking for, you know, we were all kind of looking forward to seeing, you know, to, to, to seeing the scripts, and um, they're slightly different, and, you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see where, what direction they take us in next year. Yeah. Well, mm, absolutely. We're big fans of the show. Obviously, we've been watching it and talking about it since the beginning. Uh, it's returning April sixteenth, and uh, David, thank you. But we know you got to run. So, but thank you so much for being a part of this this hundredth celebration. It means the world to us that you would even you would join us for this. And you're you're such a delight to talk to. Hopefully, we get to talk to you again down the road. Sure. Um, congratulations again, and yeah, yeah, call anytime, and uh, we'll do it again. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Absolutely. Um, Thank you again, David. Thanks, David. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>